You. Yeah, you. You are an awesome person. My name is Kenny, the narrator for our Starfinder games. I'm so excited to welcome you to our podcast. We are thrilled to be playing another Starfinder game with a new crew aboard the Crimson Mistress. This season, I've written an original campaign for these players to explore. This moment is so thrilling. I want to let you go listen to this episode now. So without further ado, Experience Points presents Arc 1, Behemoth. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Wow. Hello. And welcome to Experience Points. Uh, my name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they, and uh, I am going to be your narrator today uh, for this uh, fabulous cast. Uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, let's start with uh, Mackenzie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Mackenzie. My pronouns are she, her. I'll be playing Jocelyn Pepper Jr., our human mechanic. Her pronouns are also she, her. Thanks, Mackenzie. And uh, Vivian, hello. Hey, uh, my name is Vivian. My pronouns are she, her. I'm playing the on, uh, and their pronouns are they, them. Thanks, Vivian. Hello, Michael. Hello, my name's Michael, and I am playing Harper Neon, a Rhino biohacker. Oh, and my pronouns are she, they, and Harper Neon are she, her. Fantastic. Thanks, Michael. And Kelrick. Hello. Hello. I'm Kelrick. My pronouns are he, him. I'm playing Abra, a shimmering technomancer, and his pronouns are he, him. Fantastic. Our microphones, and that would be very helpful. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around and watching us talk um, without being able to hear us. Um, so, uh, yeah. So let's uh, rewind just a little bit. Um, you all are um, picking up where we last left off, where you are uh, approaching this planet ship thing uh, with with um, sights on. Uh, landing on its docking port area. And um, as you approach over comms, you heard something like a greeting or or something um, that uh, sounded like Neogise Beime Othen. I had asked if I could roll a culture check to see whether or not I could figure out where that language is from, or if I could decipher at least the meaning of the message. Sure, you can do that. Um, and um, Michael, you asked something uh, from from Harper. Yeah, I was just looking, um, but I was going to, I guess, uh, let on do the culture check first. But I also have a serum that I could inject one of us with uh, to help us understand a language. Mm-hmm. So, yourself? Yeah. I was going to let first on do that and then see if um, if I did, need to, oh. then I'm going to inject myself with the uh, the diplomat serum. You have a tongues <laughs> potion? The hell? <laughs> it says the ability to comprehend, speak, and understand one language that it has heard in the last 10 minutes. Nice. Ooh. I know. I was like, oh. So you don't even know what it is. It's just like, oh, okay. I got this. <laughs> let me let me just uh, take this drug here real quick. <laughs> that doesn't look weird. Is that a specialty <laughs> item or? It's just one of the serums I can make up. Oh, okay. Um. So the with the roll, um, it's it's organized sounds. So it definitely means something, um, and. You're, you're, the way it was said, it was not threatening. Um, with the potion that you injected yourself with, um, you, let's see here, um, 
Nyugise is something like, um, sorry, I have written this all out, so it's going to take a second to get separate parts um, translated, but new is active. Gise is, let's see here, uh, something about um, knowledge and do, and uh, behi is uh, moving, eme is vessel, and othen is planet. So this is the moving planet of knowledge? Knowledge is moving from this vessel to a planet? I don't know. <laughs> so there are two separate statements. Behi okay. ime often is the, um, let's see here, moving vessel planet. Okay. And uh, new gise is active. Um, do, oh, I'm sorry. Active do connect, I think, or active do knowledge. One of those two. Active do knowledge. Okay. Um, can I also do a cultural check to see if any of this is familiar or? Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. So that was In a one. one. <laughs> quick, quick. Say it was the wrong skill. <laughs> Wait, not culture. I meant uh, uh, life science. <laughs> did the Harper did the Harper uh, relay this information? Uh, I I don't know. Like, does is Harper's process to kind of work it out out loud or? Um, I'm probably actually trying to yeah first try to figure out. Uh, and I might be mumbling to myself, like yeah. right here we say vessel, do knowledge or something. But I'm probably still, yeah, trying to work this out and try to see if I can comprehend. And yeah, so as you're as you're kind of working it out, um, even with you know just the the, the ten, um, you Ime Othen, you recognize Othen. That's the name of the planet you were going oh, to, yeah. and so it literally translating to planet kind of makes sense. Um, and so with the culture role, you know that these, the society from Othen, if this is who created the message, have a very literal way of thinking. Okay. Um, as far as the other active, uh, do, uh, knowledge... Um, that's a little bit more complex. Maybe it doesn't sound like it's, you know, nefarious or angry. Um, as you all, um, are kind of figuring this out, um, you are making your approach to the dock. Cool. So once we get to the dock... I would see about opening the door. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, what role are you going to make for that? That's a computer's to um, connect with the, with whatever system they have so that I can hopefully get it to acknowledge us and let us in. Okay. Oh, nat 20. Wow. So it's a 34. Yeah, you, um, what would what, that look like to you? So I think this being so foreign and us dealing with uh, sort of a language barrier, but I think code is fairly, I think we've run into enough species that we have the ability to manipulate code to sort of mesh and I would be just very focused on that and when Abra's focused it's like everyone else disappears they're just mm -hmm. in it and working and uh, he has special 
little programs that he can just sort of like one touch send out. And he's, he had to use several of those to get this thing to connect. But once he did, um, we actually meshed up fairly seamlessly and I don't know if any more communication came through when this happened, but we were able to dock and actually create a, a bridge and connection so we can come in and out as we please. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that hits you is as you are kind of interfacing with this computer um, or at least the system mm-hmm. is that you feel it. It's not just an interface on the display. It has a vibration to it that you feel. You specifically. Mystical or? No. So would the, could I, if I feel this, does it sort of resonate with my crystalline body or with my uh, mechanical enhancements? A little bit of both, it seems. Um, can I do a life science roll to see if I can make whatever connection that is to understand? Sure. And it's a nat one. No, that's a seven. It's oh, a seven. it's a seven. Yeah. Ooh, a seven. It looks uh, so similar. Plus your bonus. So it's a 20. A 20, yeah. 30, 20. Um, yeah, you, you, for the moment, you know, you successfully connect with that system and you engage with it. And as you do so, you feel that vibration in, in that connection. There's an energy that passes through mistress into you. And there's a vibration in your body and it triggers your, your, your mechanical portions. The, the things that are interfaced with your brain and mm-hmm. your technomancer skills. And you see the connection with mistress it's like there is an energetic link there now while you are interfacing with this docking system okay so when that happens I think I would do two things first I would immediately since uh, Harper is responsible for helping me do many of these upgrades uh, for cybernetics, I would start, I would link our, our stations Mm -hmm. and I would say, Harper, I'm, I'm getting a weird connection with this ship. I'm, I'm feeling it in the cybernetics that we've installed. Can you, can you monitor and track this? And at the same time, um, I would try to use my quick scan ability to see what kind of information is actually being transmitted. Sure. Uh, I'll let Harper respond first. Okay. Um, sure. I'll, I'll look over at him. Uh, see if I can do a scan. Would I do that with, like life science on him to see if there's anything. Sure. Try it. You can do that. Engineering. Anything that seems reasonable. (laughs) So, um, you rolled an eight and with your bonus, that's a 19. Um, you, um, when, uh, Abra kind of spoke to you, he linked, you know, his, his console and, you can you can see an energy reading, but you don't see the connection he's talking about. Okay. Um, but you do see elevated levels of use in his technical ports. 
when you run the quick scan, Abra, you see an overlay, a user interface in pick a color. Oh, it's going to be a shade of blue. Yeah, it is a series of geometric shapes that seem to pop out of a plane that has been created by this energetic link to this user interface. And it seems that you can control it. You can actually feel the buttons if you were to reach out and touch them. But you don't feel them the way you would feel the console on the mistress. You feel them with your mind. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do I know what touching any of these things would do? With the previous roll of the uh, of the nat twenty for the thirty four, mm-hmm. yeah, you're pretty sure you understand, you know, docking controls. So, I would handle that and. I would do my best to download that into the mistress's um, <laughs> uh, data bank mm-hmm. so that if anyone else ever has to be in this situation again who's got access to the mistress, they have the data to assist them. Yeah, and the type of data that you catalog, it turns out to be sound files of sonics. It's a vibration. Okay. So, um, as you interface with this, um, with this console, um, a large section of the surface of the planet seems to dip below. And it doesn't look metallic. It doesn't look fabricated, it looks like a section of Earth that is submerging. And there's enough space for your ship to make it in. Um, I actually want to run that sound file through our music (laughs) library to see if there's anything like it in the music that we have stored on ship. Sure. Is that a computer's roll or? No, you don't have to roll for that. Um, Cool. There are several matches um, and uh, I will let you come up with the background on those. Okay. So as you were doing this, um, the path is clear and straight and easy to access to board the Behime Aten. Well, no Let's time go. like the present. After you, yeah. Harper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just assuming so you s- would be like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, do I... Is there any more writing or anything? Like if we're are hearing anything more from communications? Uh, not really. After the first signal had played out um, once or twice, you got this feeling that they wanted some sort of acknowledgement. Um, did oh. you provide one? Oh, sure. Yeah. You're like, hi, hello. And anybody home? <laughs> With that, you didn't really receive a response, but they stopped repeating their welcome or what oh, okay. you could assume was their welcome. I think they know we're here. <laughs> we opened the door. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so we're letting ourselves into a strange into a strange ship attached to a hole in space. Are we still in our pajamas? Uh, very likely, unless you yeah. uh, took some effort to Change. Maybe we should gear up. I need my uh, uh, scanners and stuff. Yeah, I need my sword. 
Aubra looks sleeping. down at their like <laughs> crop top and sh- short shorts and like armor would be better. <laughs> and goes and gets dressed and straps yeah. all of their guns on and everything else. Yeah. So um the um mistress is um you know basically negotiated a path into the docking bay and it begins its descent into um, the the landing area where there is some atmosphere and some atmospheric, you know, rumbling coming up the sides of your ship and you hear the, the, the wind of, you know, this atmosphere coming against the, the sides of the mistress as you submerge into this planet. And um, it's not too, too far down that the mistress um, has its cue to come in and land. And as it does so, um, the uh, opening begins to close. It's closing around us? Behind you. Oh. I think I feel pretty confident (laughs) that I got us in so easily. Getting us out shouldn't be that difficult. You still have access to the controls, yes? Absolutely. Then it should not be an issue. Yeah. We'll be okay. Yeah. We're fine. We tell tell ourselves to make ourselves feel better. (laughs) The data indicates that we'll be fine. We'll figure it out when so we get there. So easy. Yeah. Nat 20 getting out will be, of course, happening. No problems. So you all get ready. And... Um, um, can I take a moment and run some quick scans? What's the atmosphere on the inside of the ship? On, on the, the inside of the planet? On the inside of the planet, it's actually temperate and very habitable. In fact... After Oxygen-based? Uh, it's yes. Um, when you have, when the the door closed behind you, uh, or the port has closed behind you, um, the area around you seems less terrestrial and a little bit more engineered, and so the walls are hewn and smooth, um, and. There are places for different um, utilities that you can see, but they don't look um, common. Uh, the atmosphere itself is is very uh, habitable. It's very breathable, um, and it's very conducive to life. Well, let's go. Let's see what there is to see so we can get this thing out of the drift. Go to open the uh, uh, the landing uh, the landing door, basically, with the extendo platform. Yeah, um, and so the the you know the plank lowers and the uh, entryway to the mistress um, uh, is is open and um, you see a very large bay and you don't hear much of anything though it's very ambient uh, there you know. You hear the 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 you know grinding of, of, of what sound like pebbles uh, as the there seem to be more doors opening and closing and well you're not sure but it sounds like something's moving but not something organic. 
I would like to uh, act as a certain level of diplomat and uh, announce our presence as we get to the bottom of the gangplank. Uh, yeah. in in a very in a very positive and we're looking for both a place to repair our vehicle as well as see if you could use our help make it beneficial for both of us sure uh, Dion steps off of the the ramp and into this docking bay area um, and there isn't anything more than the ports that I've described um, that are uh, seem to be embedded in the wall um, which is not terribly far from, from where you all have landed um, and question yes what's the lighting the lighting it's not super determinable you look up and you see what look like open holes, but through these holes, there's a light source emanating. But you can't quite tell what it is. It's not, it does not appear to be electrical though. I'm going to use uh, my blind sense to feel around to see if there are invisible, uh, invisible or hidden people. Yeah, so you, you switch to that sensory input, or you concentrate more fully on that sensory input, and you definitely feel an inertial movement of things, but it's not organic. It feels like systems of things within the walls are moving. It, it's like almost mechanical. I use my limited telepathy, uh, Joss, uh, the Jocelyn. Have you turned the ship off? <laughs> no, so I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while the on's doing that, can I follow the on down? And when on calls out the greeting, can I translate? Yeah, you absolutely can. So I'm going to try to shout out. Uh, what the aunt said, but in the language uh, that I had heard. Uh, I'll roll diplomacy on that, if you'd like. Sure. Okay. Um, the dice seems to be stuck on seven. <laughs> um, and that's that's fine. You you call out, you know, your what you were saying, and Harper translates it um, into in analogous phrasing for for this language and you don't really get a, a response outwardly um, it, it feels like you're isolated in this space and as you're looking around more um, there's like it, it's, a, it's a very large and almost cavernous space, but you do see a, a large hewn wall um, where there do appear to be um, a, a, a door or a port of some sort that could be, that can be accessed. Um, but as you're looking around it, aside from being empty, um, you do notice that there is some mechanical debris for lack of a better word, um, that seems to be kind of interspersed in and around that door area. And um, why don't you all do some perception for me? Because I'm bad at that. Mm -hmm. 11, 24, 19, 15. 15. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, with all this fabulous perception, um, so the, the people who rolled 15, um, 
you notice that um, there, the space that is there for you seems to be almost custom for the size of your ship. Hmm. There doesn't seem to be much room for any other vessel in that area. So it seems that this ship that you've entered or this planet has separate docking areas. Oh, interesting. Or <laughs> this is their only docking area. Um, the person, so Harper, as you were getting out and you, you, you know, relayed the, the greeting and your intentions for your crew, your eyes start looking around at structural elements because you're curious about finding more life forms. You want to see if there's mold or some spores or some sort of goo. And as you're looking around, you notice that there's, well, some plasma weapon burns on the walls. And Jocelyn, you're looking around and you're specifically looking for signs of life from your sister. Um, and you have noticed that um, the pile of debris and the pile of technical technological scraps one of them looks exactly like a very large version of the little pod that was found in the dream. The pod that was found by Abra and Harper? No, my brain. Yes. It had the pod, hmm. I thought. Who had the pod? I thought you had the pod. Yeah, you had the pod. We wanted to push the button. Yes. Oh, <laughs> pod. I was thinking of. I don't know what the hell I was thinking of. Um, I'll point that out. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, oh, it's big and broken. An omen, perhaps. Well, maybe you maybe don't we know that food? it's broken. Oh, true. But you Did said you say it's broken. It was torn apart. Um. If you say it's broken, is this something that we could do an engineering check to try and quote unquote fix if that's what we think it re requires? Yeah, absolutely. I only ask because I think at least for Abra, well, um, if we can, if we can fix this, then that might end this anomaly and no more ships will be pulled out like we were. So we should try to repair it. And then engineering. Ugh, a 19. So 21. Yeah, with the, with oh. the help. Um, I didn't see that you rolled. <laughs> so you... you oh, no, it's fine. I'll help you. You did better than me. You both approach this, this uh, object, this huge vessel and um, you kind of roll it off of the pile and you begin assessing its uh, you know assessing it and uh, you both determine that yeah this this thing can be you know salvaged uh, fixed it seems that the only thing that has really happened to it is that the uh, power coupling had overloaded oh Sounds like an easy fix. If we can find the parts, right? That's in my head. Yeah. I feel like there's yeah. got to be something mechanic-y I can do, but I don't know what any of my stuff does. <laughs> but, you know? Make shit in up. In the meantime, can <laughs> uh, the Harper and I uh, look at that door and see if it opens? Yeah, absolutely. The Harper, you have the ability to translate... I will need you 
when we meet our occupants. Would you like to come with me? I'll look at the pod. I'd be very curious, but I'd be like, okay, I'll go. But save buttons for me. <laughs> How about I record us pushing them and you can watch it later? That'll work. <laughs> All of my stuff is like about hacking and overloading things, but we need to not overload this thing. We need to underload. But you can hack it. Well, no. So like that's actually something that you can use as, you know, a part of your skill base. You know how to work with power. And so the fact that you know how to overload it suggests that you can also control it pretty well. Yeah. Because I think technically we haven't had a lot of battles, but I could like overload enemy weapons and stuff. Okay. Um, because I, I don't know. It's a mechanic thing. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, why don't you roll engineering and um, use whatever bonuses from overload that you need? And we're working together, so am I rolling to assist? Let's see here. Okay, so this sets a difficulty. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't know if there's bonuses. It's just like a thing that I can do, I think, to simple electronics and weapons. So I'm going to give you a, a bonus to that. So we'll see. Oh, I was almost an 18, okay. but it was a five instead. Plus 14, so 19. Okay. And, and with if a, okay, I'm but, helping, yeah. I automatically beat the plus 10 necessary. I have a plus 13. Okay, so good. It's just plus two. Cool. So that's uh, 21 flat. And with overload, you get a plus four. Uh, I'm going to give that to you. And so that's 25. Um, Yeah, you're able to um, figure out how the connector is supposed to work. And um, you're able to use the scrap pile and salvage for different pieces uh, to come up with something to replace uh, the part that had um, overloaded. Incredible. So you um, get the parts in place um, and you're able to enable it. I look at Abra before I do. <laughs> I know. Abra looks at you and we're just like, sort of Shrug. holds his breath. It's like. Yeah, I'll close my eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> press. <laughs> sure. You push the button and we will get back to the result in a moment. Um, <laughs> We're dead when they come back. Yes. <laughs> so let's. What are you talking about? Resistance. We're the ones I'm walking fine. into combat. <laughs> <laughs> we all kill ourselves right away. And a new crew shows up. Yes. Um. So you, um, uh, Vivian and the young, go to or not Vivian and the young. <laughs> <laughs> I am now in the game. I didn't realize. Uh, I think I'm having a better life here. <laughs> Theon and Harper um, go to investigate the the door or the doorway, um, the port. Um, and you get up there and there aren't any real visible controls on this. It looks like there is an, uh, something carved into the wall. And if you put your hand to the wall, it's cold. Like, stone what is the thing carved into the wall uh, it's a um, it looks like an outline of a doorway um, there's not any like there's a space that's very 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 thin that looks like the area in there what's cut out is not touching the main wall itself. Can I use mysticism to figure out if there's a particular sound that would correspond with opening, like an arcane or, or an occult sound? Sure. Because they seem to be very sound-based. Yeah, so with your 30, um, you definitely get a sense that um, 
there is a very complex network of things going on here for for the mechanics to work. In fact, your blind sense has you feeling uh, into the wall space and you sense that there are all sorts of mechanisms in and surrounding this cut-in doorway or door frame and there does seem to be some sort of energy signal something that will help move these things these objects but it's not distinctly mystical in nature a harper can you say open in their language sure I'll try to say open. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. um, and you you say something that sounds like fussy. Fussy. And, <laughs> and you say that and nothing happens. Mm. I'll try open please. <laughs> <laughs> um you say that fase um, agi uh, and nothing happens what is the elvish word for friend <laughs> <laughs> how about um, now <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and so we will pivot back to um, the uh, other group and um, you connect the uh, energy source and um, the um, pod that you have empowered begins to light up and there's a vibrational energy that's uh, coming from it and um, the viewport uh, illuminates and you see that there is well there's stuff in there uh, it, it looks like a liquid or or, or something and the light that's around this viewport, you see bubbles start emerging and you see um, on the exterior, different uh, panels begin to light and dim and energy starts kind of arcing in and around this object. And then it seems to right itself um, and stand on its own. So as soon as the liquid part of this happens, I immediately just call out for Har Harper. Harper, I believe this is your area of specialty. And, and I continue. if you come over, I'm literally going to tag out and hover to on. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll come over. I'll... Okay, like, oh, what? Goo? Dion <laughs> will continue to search into this. Okay. I'll join you. Standing goo. <laughs> <laughs> Toss says, it's um, not like spilling out or anything, right? No, no, it's it's well contained. Um, you know, there, there's some scratches on this um, pod, and um, it rotates slowly in the air, and as it rotates towards you, you see the viewport, and then you see what look like two maybe eyes manifest on it and you see just floating in the goo Darcy we're seeing the oh okay you I see what looks like saying. this thing um, okay because I I, I huh? play uh, playfully I'd said uh, in our chat the liquid formerly known as Jack <laughs> <laughs> no I also thought this was my sibling uh, being birthed from goo and I was like okay I thought it was now, the other art so you know what I will I want to say something I want to admit something I want to speak my truth to you as my friends I did not this pod I did not know what the hell it looked like could not visualize it in my brain now I know what it looks like <laughs> it all makes sense now I was did you share an image a po it's not in a pokeball it's a uh, it with like a pokeball with like a big window. I don't know what I was thinking. That's what I was, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I wasn't describing it. This makes it well. sense. This yeah. makes sense. Okay. 
Nice. So, do I see any plasma burns like that was on the walls on this pod or? Um, yeah, from the, the area where um, uh, uh, Jocelyn and uh, Abra were, were kind of tinkering, the, um, the, the panel there has closed and you do see a, a, a plasma burn there. And um, as this, you know, two uh, energy arcs kind of um, come down from the sides and uh, t- from the, those arcs, two um, other pieces of metal um, are, are kind of extended uh, into what look like arms or hands. And um, it turns around and it says... Uh, hello? Hi. 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 If anybody if anybody else is paying attention, uh there is now a gun in uh, in the on's hand <laughs> as they are at a distance watching this machine. I actually I'm- went over and joined you to try to open the door because <laughs> I was like that's yeah, but thing. as soon as I hear someone else yeah. that I don't recognize talking, yeah, high alert. I'm coming up close and like try to peer into the goo and be like, "Hey, y- yes, H- hello, hi, <laughs> I'm Harper." <laughs> Harper, yes, you are Harper. Do you know Harper? No, she called herself Harper, so she is Harper. And you are? Hmm. And they 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 pause for a moment. Um, they they kind of bubble as as they they ponder on it. They're like records indicate something, Vabe. Vabe? Vabe. I'm Vabe. Vabe. Vabe means with your injection? Oh, does that mean something? Uh, It does, sort of. Um, It it sounds like something about robot. (laughs) Something, something, robot. It's not the dog. Robot the robot. <laughs> well, not the traditional word for robot, but it does sound like it's a part of a larger word, but Vabe. Oh, okay. Very nice to meet you, Vabe. I'm Joss. Joss. And they look at you, they squint their eyes, and they're like, Joss is familiar but I don't know <laughs> do I look like um, a jack I don't nope. know jack why am I familiar then don't know outlines are the same maybe somewhat there's a pattern here I don't uh, know. Do you know Joe oh god are you have to go down to all the names I don't know. Joe's on TV, and Jack might have traveled around here. I don't know. And also been on TV, but during <laughs> the news segment. True. And like as as they seem to pause and think, they're what form his eyes kind of stay, and then they spin. They trade places, and then they spin back, <laughs> and they're there, and they say, "No, Joe, definitely a pattern." And I'm nodding, but Vabe's kind of rocking back and forth. <laughs> Do you know where you may have seen my pattern before? Don't know. I was just in a pile. Yes, you were. Harper, what do we do with this creature? <laughs> well, I'm probably walking around just utterly fascinated. Um, As you're I'm walking trying to figure around. Out what the- oh, go ahead. The goo is. Um, you can, can I do like a life science? Oh, absolutely. Uh, roll for that. As you are, as you are kind of pacing around, Vabe starts kind of following around. 
Um, with your 22, um, you're, I imagine you're using your, uh, like, hand scanner, computer, tablet thing. Yeah. And, um, you're not able to get, like, a distinct reading because of, of it being inside of this, you know, enclosed vessel, but it does give off the same properties as the kind of necro goo that you you found in the other um oh. vessel container i'm sorry okay. please say that word again necro goo it's <laughs> a good word i would have said biogel personally but i like necro goo <laughs> <laughs> we know <laughs> uh who had the pod last was that abra no i I think I don't it was remember. actually you. I the think no, Abra took no, it. No, it was yeah. Mm-hmm. I had it. <laughs> Did you keep it on you or is it still on the ship? Um You know, we didn't decide. I think we left it in the ship. Okay. Safe yeah. in our lab space. <laughs> that seems to track. Okay, that makes sense. Because we had to we we got that set up and then everything happened and we started focusing on survival. Yeah. Um, important things kind of took our attention. So as you're kind of trying to figure out Vabe, um, they turn and they say inquisitive. And then they turn towards, um, Dion and Abra and they kind of putter over, um, as they are, are kind of floating and they kind of wobble and rock a little bit um, as their, their um, re- repulsor engine. Cause you don't hear, you don't feel any heat uh, come out of it. Uh, and they look very Jetsons. Very, <laughs> very Jetsons. So I'm just imagining that like, like kind of like a floating noise that yes. everything on the Jetsons makes it, as they move. This is dating it's myself awesome. entirely, but it kind of reminds me of a cross between the Jetsons and the Disney, the black hole. Nothing. Nope. Ugh. And I'm your age, but I don't remember. <laughs> Disney's the black hole had two little floaty robots that were super cool. So anyway, I've never heard of that, but sometimes things are weird. I heard two people that are older than me say something I watched was before their time. And I was like, wow, you're older than me. How is that possible? <laughs> You just have good taste. Um, yeah, so the Vabe floats towards you all, and um, they regard the on first, and they say, defensive posture. That is smart. You're very smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and so, how would the Dion re- react to that? You are muted. muted. Just taking a long stare at it, and honestly, <clears throat> using uh, using my blind sense antenna to kind of like feel it out and, and kind of recognize and memorize its shape. Okay. Inside and out. Okay. Yeah, um, you're not really able to penetrate far into it, so you don't know exactly what's inside the vessel itself, um, but you definitely can memorize the feel of its shape and its workings. Um, by, the way, by the way, just to let the rest of you know, Leon does that with you guys or with anybody <laughs> else that they come in contact with, so that way they can eat, try and recognize them in the dark. Okay. I don't want to accidentally kill a friend. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and they they continue to look at you, at what you're doing. Oh, the wheel is spinning. I see. There is a there is a very sudden shift. What do you know about the wheel? What are you? I don't know. (laughs) I 
I'm just Gur. thinking of Gur. Mood, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it, it swiftly just kind of turns and then looks at Abra. And no one soap pancakes. And it looks at you, and it's it seems to squint a little bit and says, Oh, you have resonance. Lots of resonance. You. You. Wow. I'd like to do a sense motive. Okay. Um, first, no, that's fine. I will just do I'd a like sense motive. Mm. I, I would say that I'd this. like to assist, but that's not necessarily something that you can <laughs> assist 11. on. Yeah. Um, you're not sure of its motives. It It seems very... Alien. Alien, yeah. <laughs> it It's keyed into something but it doesn't know what um okay and it doesn't seem malevolent it seems almost naive all right um i think i would ask actually i wouldn't ask i would just do a quick scan I would wave my hand in front of it and do a quick scan, which would tell me um, just general data. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to touch it or connect to it. Yeah. Um, you, you do the quick scan and you detect all of the systems that you have detected before in, in the other pods. But you do get another reading. Um, there is a... a a life essence that wasn't detected in the other um, pod. And in this one, it seems that this life essence is acting as this pod's operating system. This life essence has some sort of connection. And as you are doing this... um, it turns to the on and says, you do the same thing, but with these. And they kind of point up to their own antenna. And as they do that, they kind of wobble off base and their antenna touches the wall. And when it does that, a energetic panel comes into focus on the wall it's green in color, and there are a few buttons there, um, very distinct uh, in shape, but not distinct in control. And then they rock back forward, and their antenna comes off of the wall, and the interface goes away. Tipsy! Can please do that again? Tipsy? Yes. Okay. Specifically, and- <laughs> there there's a quick interjection by the on. Specifically, your antenna against the wall. Antenna. 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 And then they, like, again, rock backwards, and their antenna touches the wall. Please stop. And I would walk over and look at the interface to see if there's anything that I can use to open a door. As you get close to the wall yourself, you begin to feel a vibration, much like what you felt on the mistress. And you begin to see a larger overlay appear, only you. Mm -hmm. And you see that this panel seems to be connected to the entire wall itself. And in your core, in your being, you feel the geomagnetic portions of the mechanisms that control this door. Large earthen magnets that are inside that move on these electric inputs from this panel. I think that takes a bit to absorb. And as you're trying to absorb it, Vabe says, T- 
tipsy. And like you hear their little engine puttering is like harder as they're trying to stay pressed against the wall. <laughs> on puts out a hand onto the uh, onto Vabe and and keeps them there. Do I feel like I need Vabe to touch this wall at this point? Uh, you don't know. Um, you can stop tipsy now. <sighs> Go. And they they fall forward and they kind of their their hands uh, retract back into their body and they kind of roll on the ground a little bit. Um, and as their antenna falls off the wall, um, the larger view of the mechanisms go away, but your hand is on the wall, so you still see the panel. Okay. I would attempt to... But no one else sees the panel. Right. Okay. I w- don't know if they can or not. I just know that I can. So I would attempt to manipulate... Um, what I see to open a door and maybe get a map of the local area. Sure. Yeah. You, um, you start manipulating the panel and, um, as you touch one of the buttons, the lights grow brighter in the area that you're in. Um, but the room also gets a little bit warmer. Um, and you press one of the other buttons and you hear a low grinding noise. And the, it, it seems to envelop the room and the wall starts to vibrate. Um, this vibration starts knocking loose dust and dirt from the top crevices of the, the room and it rains onto the ground and, and small noises uh, as they impact the ground. And the door itself uh, seems to recess into the wall and slide oh so gently into the wall itself. And the space that is exposed on the other side is a very, very cavernous area. It is larger than any open space that you've seen submerged in a space under underground. In a space station? Not in a space station. Like on in Earth, like in an Earthen terrestrial planet. area, planet area, wow. you, you have not seen such a cavernous space before. And one would not be possible on a space station. Is it possible to turn lights on in there? <laughs> You're not sure. Um, but you get the sense that you, you feel kind of an energetic vibration of the panel. And while you were connected to the wall with Vabe, you got a sense that these controls run much further than this room. Not the ones that you're specifically touching, mm-hmm. but that there is a larger network at play. And with that, we are going to um, uh, end here today. We've opened a door, people. You've made it. Two of them. Yes. Made, y'all made we a got friend. A new, we got a new baby. A door. <laughs> that's, our, that's our baby now. Oh, dear. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And now your homework is go watch Disney's A Black Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we get homework now? You have to know what I'm talking about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only uh, Rakesh has to. I watch The Black Cauldron, but, you know. Oh, that was good, too. Uh, um. Yeah. So uh, thank Thanks. you all for uh, for uh, sticking with us today. Thank you for joining us and uh, uh, discovering some awesome things. Um, and thank you to uh, this uh, cast of players uh, for um, 
uh, playing with me and for uh, lending your unique voices and uh, perspectives to this game. I, I really enjoyed the time. So with that, let's go ahead and close out and we'll do so in reverse order. We will start with Kelrick. Hello, so I'm Kelrick. You can find me on Twitter at Cormalon. That's C-O-R-M-A-L-L-O-N. I also monitor the at EQ points uh, Twitter account. You can find me here every Saturday as we do this. And currently that's all I'm doing. I have something else in the works. I'm really hoping it works out and I will let you know more as we get closer. Perfect. Thanks, Kelrick. Uh, Michael. Hi, I'm Michael, and you can find me at Seren Theory on Twitter. Um, that's probably about the main place I hang out, um, and I just do this on Saturday. Fantastic. Thanks, Michael. Vivian. Uh, I've been Vivian, and you can find me at HaywireWingod on Twitter, and it's pretty much all I'm doing right now. Um, yada 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 <laughs> I'm glad that we well I'm glad we got to play and all that because I know we had last week um, but as far as some personal news uh, my boyfriend proposed to me so Yay. I'm all happy about that congratulations that's awesome nice Sweet. and uh, uh, thanks Vivian and uh, Mackenzie uh, yeah, my name is Mackenzie. I play Joss, and you can find me at Mackenzie Wilkes on Twitter or on MackenzieWilkes.com, my website that I technically have. And <laughs> uh, you can also catch me on the podcast Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, uh, playing a little 5e, or Dungeon Wives, a show where I run a game one-on-one -on -one for my partner. And that's where I'm at. So great. Fantastic. Um, and uh, I'm Kenny. Uh, you can find me here on uh, Experience Points Network channel um, every Saturday, every other Saturday, depending on what we're doing. And uh, I narrate uh, this show. Uh, and um, yeah, that's that's about the extent of what I'm doing because I have so many other uh, pokers in the fire right now. But um, when I'm not here, you can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, to find out more about what we do on Experience Points, please follow us on Twitter at EQ Points. Um, so again, I want to thank you for um, uh, listening to us or watching us on Twitch, and uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi. We hope that you continue to enjoy what we produce and will follow us on Twitter at EQ Points. Join us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash experience points, and drop us a chat. We'd love to hear from you. The year is 2225, and the end of the universe is nigh. Welcome to the Junket Podcast. The Junket Podcast is an actual play and really gay TTRPG adventure currently running the Maelstrom Campaign, a science fiction take on Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition featuring spaceships, space aliens, and a whole bunch of space gays. Follow a found family of misfits and miscreants on a cosmic caper that features science and magic, love, loss, and a whole lot of laughter. Who knows, maybe they'll even save the universe or something along the way. Did that tickle your fancy? If it did, new episodes launch every other Thursday at 5pm GMT on all major and minor podcasting platforms. See you soon in the Maelstrom Galaxy.